0: 4 minutes after 12 is the time And my goodness me, we've said it before and we'll say it again But rarely have we said it with such sincerity I am ready for some light relief this hour I really am ready for some laughs And don't forget, this is the only hour of radio in the United Kingdom That comes with a guarantee of at least one laugh out loud moment before 1 o'clock today And that's not the only guarantee that Mystery Hour comes with It also comes with a guarantee that by 1 o'clock you will know more than you do now you may not thank me for the knowledge, you may not be able to put it to any constructive use, you may not even be able to remember it by tea time, but at one o'clock today you will definitely know more than you do now. Uh, phone lines are full already, but I suspect a couple of these may turn out to be chaff rather than wheat, so keep dialing. The number you need, is two phone lines free now if you've got a question, 03456060973. Okay, here we are. Mystery is your weekly opportunity to achieve the sort of satisfaction not ordinarily available anywhere on your radio dial. It's the sort of radio equivalent of those newspaper and magazine features where you write, write in with a question and a couple of weeks later, if you're lucky, you'll get an answer. Instant gratification here. You get an answer straight away. And, and the kind of questions we're looking for. We're looking at the... Uh, um, uh, uh what are we talking the who's the why's the where's the when's the withers why do we do that james what's the origin of that where does that come from when that happens why does that happen anything you want it can be scientific or it can be relatively silly there really are very few uh rules when it comes to what sort of questions can be asked the only rules are repetition and we try to avoid it although that's more my lookout than yours and dullness which is pretty much in the ear of the beholder but is probably best expressed by simply stating that if You honestly can't imagine anyone really except you being interested in the answer to the question that you're asking. If Just if you were 100 people in the room and you thought that maybe uh, fewer than 20 of them would be interested in the answer, then I would caution you to really think long and hard before ringing in with it. Uh, Dullness is is, is nobody's friend. Okay, Is that it? I think that's it, isn't it? That's pretty much it. Should we just get it up and running? If you hear somebody else ask a question to which you know the answer, you have to ring in and provide it. Uh, And you will, if you successfully do that, and convince us that you do know what you're talking about. And by that, I just mean you just explain how you know what you know. I'll say, what are your qualifications? And you will not say, oh, I've got a a CSE in babby washing or a bag of gymnastics award for. You'll say, oh, I saw it on telly last week, James. Or I'm the Professor of the Public Understanding of Science at the University of Brighton, um, who is, of course, one of our most regular contributors. Seven minutes after 12 is the time. Should we crack on? Yeah, keep redialing because we're turning over a lot of calls at the moment. If you're trying and failing to get through, keep coming. Also, some amazing news for you. Bob Dylan's just been given the Nobel Prize for Literature. Try that, how cool is that? Bob Dylan has just been given the Nobel Prize for Literature for his poetic reinterpretations of the classic American song tradition. Andy's in Dartford. Andy, question or answer? Question, mate. Bring it on. Two fish get thirsty. Don't be soft. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if this is quite as, quite as funny as you thought it was when you rang him, but ha, ha, in. But in what circumstances would you imagine a fish getting thirsty?
1: <laughs>
2: I don't know. I'm just asking.
0: Okay, keep taking the tablets, Andy, and I'll keep trying to find you an answer. Roberto is in Kilburn. Roberto, question or answer?
3: It's
2: a question, James. Actually,
0: carry on, Roberto.
2: Um, I just wanted to know, when we are talking about numbers, why in this country and in the United States we use a dot to express the decimal numbers? One instead in Europe, in Italy, for example, where I come from or other places, we use a comma to express those decimal numbers. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I can guarantee you that it's like that. Um, 50, 50 pounds and 50 pence in Italy will be 50, 50, not 50 dots, 50.
0: I have no idea.
3: Yeah. That's a really good <laughs> question. Oh, thank you. So uh,
0: we, call it, we uh, have to call it a decimal mark. Why do we use a dot and you use a comma?
2: Yeah, that's that's basically what I am interested in to, um, uh, today, yeah.
0: Well, you're on. All right, let's get an answer for Roberto. Seriously, 03456060973 is the number that you need. Thank you, Roberto. I love it. Grazie mille. Lewis is in Suburban. Lewis, question or answer? I've got a question, James. You've got a lovely voice, Lewis.
4: Thank you very much, James. Do do, do, do (laughs) you know any poems? I, I, yeah, once upon a midnight dreary, whilst I pondered weak and weary. I could go on, but I don't want to waste your time, James.
3: All
0: right, you're not wasting my time, Lewis. I'm enjoying it. (laughs) I don't hear enough dulcet tones on the radio. I have to listen to my own screeching catawalling. But anyway, what did you ring in to ask?
4: I've asked, I want to ask, um, where do we get the phrase Hunky-dory.
0: Oh, I like that. I'm presuming it was around before the David Bowie album.
4: Yeah, I, I would assume so, yeah. Hunky Dory. Like, well, maybe that's the answer. Who knows?
0: Hunky Dory. Hunky Dory.
4: Hunk- yeah, because I assume it's nothing to do with a, a fish that's induced with steroids. I, I would hope not. Maybe.
0: Hunky Dory? <laughs> or a really bad children's book. Hunky Dory. Yes. Hunky Dory. And uh, Oh, I like that a lot. It's, my, it's probably my favourite album of all time. It's certainly in my top three. Hunky Dory by I David Bowie. I did to Blue. listen to more David
4: Bowie, oh, to be honest. I oh. didn't ever listen to enough of him, but...
0: Oh, hunky. well, you know. start with Hunky Dory. You, do, you could do a lot worse as your, as your reintroduction to the brilliance of Bowie. It's a god-awful small affair. Uh, Lewis, thank you. So, what's the origin of the phrase Hunky Dory? Why do we use a decimal point, whereas a lot of other countries use a decimal comma? And, bless him, do fish ever get thirsty? Rick's in London Bridge. Rick, question or answer? Uh,
3: question, please, James. Yes. Why is it when
4: you mix alcohol, you get drunker than when you just stick to well, the same kind of alcohol the whole time? If you drink a beer all day, you'll be fine. You won't get as drunk as when you mix it with... if you start mixing it with vodka or something else. Well, sort of vodka's a line. lot
0: stronger than beer, but I understand what you mean. Can I, can I slightly expand on your question into one oh, that I've, I've been meaning to ask myself for years, but I've always forgotten, like I do every Thursday at 12 noon. I forget whatever questions. I, I want to know why you get a different... Because were you describing a different level of drunkenness? But I'm interested in different types of intoxication. You feel, don't you? Find that if you have a red wine, you feel a different type of intoxication from how you do if you have a few pints of ale or 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 a, or a brandy. Or no? Is that just me? I think
3: it might be just you. But tell me, what do you mean by that? I mean, what, well, I, I drunk, could. Drunk, right?
0: I, well, I drink, when I drink whiskey. I, I can be a little bit belligerent, believe it or not, Rick. I, I know people are going to find this very hard to credit, but I can be a little aggressive uh, verbally. Yeah, I, I can find which only with whiskey. Everything else, especially vodka, I'm just a pussycat. Uh, I'm a giggler. Why is that?
4: I think it might be quite specific to you because I'm quite I'm quite a good drunk, so I'm quite happy. Well, I'm a
0: great drunk. drunk. I don't touch whiskey anymore. But we used to call when I was a, a, a newspaper journalist, Stella Artois was known by quite a, a by, by a nickname that, that suggested the, the, it wife, would w- w-
4: uh, wife basher or something w- like yes, that. Yes, which yeah. means
0: that Stella Artois, in particular, people thought made them violent in a way that other lagers, other strong continental lagers, did not. But that if you don't want that, uh, if you don't want that question, you can stick with your own. Why, why, why does mi- why does mixing your drinks make you drunker?
4: drunker than do you stick the same drink the whole
0: night all right thanks a bunch mate i really thought i could possibly use this as an opportunity to get an answer to my own question but apparently not let's find out for rick why does mixing your drinks make you drunker and it's going to presume that it's the same percentage of alcohol if you see what i mean it's it's the mixture of drinks rather than the strength phil's in tamworth phil question or answer
1: well it's an answer actually Uh, hi james how are you i'm very
0: well mate it's been a while how are you keeping
1: I'm fine, thank you. Still tankering around the country. Do um, you know the chap has just asked the um, the question about the fish? Yeah. And, um, about whether they, you know whether they get thirsty or not. And I said, um, the initial thought was what a daft question. And then I thought, hang on a minute, they do need things because I, do you remember a while ago somebody asked you about do fish sneeze because he'd seen them doing this thing? And I was able to give an answer. <laughs> I to do, that.
0: I do remember. It's basically it's burnt on my memory. I, what a time to be alive that was, Phil. I,
1: I know, I know. <laughs> flags went up and (laughs) i used to keep fish and i was always very interested in them and i remember one of my boys when they were little because every so often i had to top the tank up you see and obviously that was mostly to do with evaporation but he's our sam said to me one day Dad he said do the fish drink all that water that you keep putting in Mm. and i said no and then i thought well but hang on do fish need water so i looked it up and And do you know what here's the answer you're going to love this. Go on. Fish like any living being needs water in their tissues and they absorb it through Oh, come on.
0: Osmosis. Before the quarter past 12 travel news we've gone we've gone full osmosis.
1: <laughs> it goes through the skin and gills osmosis. Oh mate,
0: give it, have a round of applause for Philip. <laughs>
1: I'm going to to have a ceremonial changing
0: of lanes. A ceremonial changing of lanes to mark your Mystery Hour round of applause (laughs) and your osmosis hallelujah. You just hit the double. I'm going to give him the hat trick. Should we go full Ray Ray Liotta or should we save that until later in the hour? No, no, Uncle Ray.
2: I'm Ray Liotta and you're listening to James O'Brien on LBC. If I'm really Thank you. They will
0: come. You've done it, Phil. You've only gone and done it. It's coming up to quarter past 12. You're listening to James O'Brien on LBC. David Arnold, who, who, of course, was in the studio with us not long ago, and you thought I was exaggerating when I told you he was a mystery hour addict, and he said he used it as a way of. <laughs> postponing his deadlines on the composing he's supposed to be doing. He says fish obviously don't drink as much as the bloke who called in to ask that question. Just goes to show who'd have thought that there was enlightenment awaiting. So why does mixing your drinks uh, deliver different types, different levels of drunkenness? Why do some countries use a decimal comma and others a decimal point? And what's the origin of the word hunky-dory? If you can answer any of those, I really want you to call in on 03456060973 It's 12.15.
5: This is LBC, Brian, on LBC.
0: It's 90 minutes after 12. You are listening to Mystery Hour on LBC. Couple of phone lines free if you're very quick. I'm told that judicious use of redial is the way to get through. And when you say to me, I try every week and can't get through, how come so-and-so gets on every week? I don't know. Ask them. Ask what secret magic they weave in order to get on air. But, but generally, it is by far the busiest hour of the week. Um, Greg is in Croydon. Greg, question or answer? <laughs> Question. Carry on.
3: Um, I'd like to know why is
1: it that when people scrape fingernails down a blackboard, that really has the same effect on most people? What is it that we really dislike about that sound?
0: it's a, rather, it's a really good question, that, actually. Is there anything else like it? I mean, it's that particular screeching noise, isn't it? And the, the, the sense of vibration yeah. that goes with it. It really sends shivers down your spine.
1: Yeah. But it's. A, I can't think of another sound. It's not like... A discordant sound for music or anything like that.
0: No, it's, it's visceral. Yeah. It, you, it's yeah. physical. You have a physical response to it rather than an emotional response, almost.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Cool. All right. Why? Why? Why does it upset us all so much? Why does it discombobulate us so profoundly? Thank you, Greg. Um, Different drunkenness according to mixing your drinks. What's that about? Origin of the phrase hunky-dory. And why do some countries have a decimal comma where we have a decimal point? Andre's in East Sheen. Andre, question or answer? Uh,
1: It's a question, uh, James. uh, Good uh, good afternoon. Um, Hopefully it's a sensible
0: one. I'm sure it is. And even if it isn't, I won't say so.
1: Okay. What's the origin of a judge's wig? I know that the Lord Chancellor also wears one, but it's sort of it does. I mean, not on the continent they also wear something to cover the head, but this covers the ears as well.
0: Yeah, why wigs?
1: I've opt- was you know, it? Was it? Can they hear properly? <laughs> behind that as
0: well. <laughs> Pardon. I think it was a. Dis- wasn't it a disguise originally?
3: I don't know, that's why I'm asking... Wasn't it a a rhetorical
0: question? I think I could be wrong, and I'm certainly not going to give myself a round of applause for this, but I think it was so that if you, you know, if if you were my lawyer and Mm -hmm. and you didn't get me off or you were the prosecution lawyer and I got sent down, then my my boys wouldn't go after you. If you're wearing a wig, you wouldn't be that easy to recognise in the street when you're not wearing your wig. I could have just mm. made that up, Andre, and I can sense from your quietness that you're far from impressed. No, I'm just intrigued. I'm just intrigued. Right. No Why wigs? Why do lawyers wear wigs? Yep. You're on. Okay, I like that, and I want to know the answer. I just got that, you know, that little thing in the back of my mind where you, you just think you might have heard that before. Uh, Paula is in Hatfield. Paula, question or answer? Hi, Jane. Hello. Uh, it's a question. Carry on. Um,
6: twice this week, I've bitten my mouth and got mouth ulcers. Because I'm an idiot, obviously, while I'm eating, um, and I, w- I was like, "Why do I get mouth ulcers every time I bite my mouth?"
0: Isn't it? It's, it's like a scar though, rather than an ulcer. It's, a, it's, a, you've, you've punctured the, 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 skin. You've punctured the gum.
6: So is it like a scab? Yeah. I mean, um, why does it hurt so much then? Because
0: because you've got a lot of you've got a lot of nerve endings in your mouth.
3: Oh. All right.
0: I think that, that. that that's it. It's not quite the same as when you get an ulcer. You know, and it's almost like a little volcano, you know, that shape you've got and you can feel the hole in the top of it. It's not quite yeah. the same as that because I get I've got ai need to get a filling replaced at the moment. So I keep nicking the side of my gums and I, I, I know what you mean, but it's more like a scar than an ulcer. I just you need to hang on. Just so anyone tuning in. This is not the medical hour with Clive <laughs> Bull. This is just mystery hour with Paula and me. OK, so I think it's just more like a scar or a lesion than an actual ulcer.
6: Oh, well, it feels like an answer,
0: but thank you. I'll take a round of applause for that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Paula. Chris
2: is in Fulham. Chris, question or answer? It's an answer, James. Good afternoon. Carry on. Uh, It's just the mathematics one, the decimal point. Oh, yes, good. Why? Um, Why? Well, as with so many things in maths, um, a lot of this came out of India and subsequently Arabia. It was, I think, from memory, an Indian mathematician discovered this old system of the decimal point, and he used a dot. Um, I think when Arabian mathematicians picked up on it, I can't remember how many centuries later, they used to use a small sort of diagonal line, and then when European printing came in, the comma was the obvious analogy to the little line, and other countries stuck with a full stop for the dot. Um, Exactly why which countries went which way, I don't or adopted which convention, I don't know.
0: Do you think anyone would know? I'd th- be lost in the mists of time, th- presumably. Something to do with printing well, machines, or...?
2: I, it could be something to do with printing machines. I think it's probably more to do with the English-speaking world, because, I mean, obviously... Um, uh, the America's States, the same. The UK uses the full stop or a dot. Um, <sighs> but it could just be a historic traditional convention. The, when did the uh, divergence start? Do you know? Oh, um, cert- well, I-, I won't say certainly anything, but uh, sometime before the Middle Ages, I would think. I mean, a long, <laughs> long time ago.
0: So in, in a sentence, Tetris, what, no. I, and this is going to sound a little brutal, but Mystery Hour is a very cruel mistress, Chris. In a sentence, your answer to the question of why some countries have a decimal comma and others have a decimal point, it's sounding a little bit like because they do.
2: Well, no, not so much that. I think um, the dot started, started with the Indian mathematicians. Uh, the Arabians replaced that with a, with a, ver- a diagonal slash small line and then those two con- conventions were variously adopted. Oh, well, I have
0: have we're, we're a bit short of applause at the moment. Have another one.
2: <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> it may
0: well be that there is more flesh to be applied to those particular bones. Felix is in Enfield. Felix, question or answer?
7: Uh, answer. Carry on. Right, OK, some, someone asked about the hunky-dory term. Yells. Right, OK, so
0: I've got a quick look. Um, oh, mate, I should have said, no, you're not allowed to do that. It's my fault that you're not allowed to look stuff up. You know, I did wonder, right at the outset, I forgot that one rule of Mystery Hour. You, you, You're not allowed to look stuff up, otherwise there's no point doing this. It's a celebration of education, enlightenment, all of those things, but it's not your fault, Felix. It's my fault for not, not reminding you. You're not allowed to look stuff up. Otherwise, there's no point to mystery. You could Google everything. It's all about, like, Phil boasting, not boasting, Phil demonstrating his knowledge of fish because he used to keep fish. Uh, or the, um, there's was a lovely answer there, or the, the, the Chris there talking about decimal points because he knows a little bit of the history. Me, being an expert on mouth ulcers for reasons that I'm not entirely clear about. So, there you go. Um, Paul is in Potter's Bar. Paul, question or answer? Yeah, hi there,
3: Jay. It's the answer. Carry on, Paul. To the judges' wig. Oh,
0: why do judges wear... Well, why do lawyers wear wigs?
3: And you've got it in one. No. It's a disguise. Really? You've got it in one. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Qualifications?
3: One of my customers
2: makes judges' wigs. I'm Ray Liotta, and you're listening to James O'Brien on LBC. If you build it,
0: they will come. We've gone double Leota this hour. I can't believe it. One of your customers (laughs) makes judges' wigs. So you've had a conversation about the, uh...
7: Uh, About a month ago.
0: And it is so that I can't recognise you in the street and clatter you over the head for failing to get me off that insider trading charge. Absolutely. Round of applause for Paul. (laughs) Beautifully played. Beautifully played. 26 minutes after 12. Tim is in Colchester. Tim, question or answer?
5: Uh, It's an answer, James. Carry on. Uh, it's to do with uh, with why we get more drunk on certain drinks and why we get more drunk if we if we mix our drinks. Different drinks affect the body's ability to absorb the alcohol within them. Uh, they have things in them called congeners, which block the body. You're in ability. the trade, aren't you? Yes, yes, I am.
0: remember. Yes, carry on. In fact, haven't you made something of a sideline in answering alcohol-related Mystery Hour questions, Tim?
5: <laughs> I, I believe so. Yes.
0: What Fantastic. that says
5: about me? I'm not entirely sure.
0: <laughs> I love it. Go <laughs> on. What were they called again? Co-co-co-
5: Congeners. C o n g e n e r s.
0: Yep. And they they're like uh, catalysts almost. They they change the yeah. way you react to the alcohol or process the alcohol. Yeah.
5: Well, they they block the body's ability to absorb alcohol. When we when doctors talk about how much alcohol the body can absorb in a certain period of time, they're always assuming that the alcohol is 100 percent pure. Um, laboratory-grade e-style alcohol, which, of course, it never is. Mm. Uh, so, so, for example, you get more drunk on whiskey or you get drunk quicker and, 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 and your body has a more adverse effect with whiskey for example than it does with vodka because whiskey has more congeners in it than vodka and red wine has more congeners in it than white wine normal normal rule of thumb is the darker the drink the more difficulty the body will have absorbing the alcohol in it
0: so when I tell Mrs O'Brien that drinking neat vodka on the rocks is practically medicine I'm I'm completely correct
5: <laughs> yeah yeah it depends how much of it you drink of course uh, sorry to be a spoilsport. sport but, but. You
0: sound like her now <laughs> I'm going to give you a round of applause, and that also explains why, when you mix your drinks, you get a different reaction because your congena levels are inconsistent. You're getting different. Yeah, you're, you're introducing different things. different things to different Thanks. drinks. That's right. a lovely answer. Qualifications, Tim. Although I think I know, uh,
5: wine and spirit education trust diploma, which is like a two year degree in wines and spirits.
0: Yeah, I see. That's, that, that's what I call a diploma. <laughs> Great work, Tim. Oh, and I, yes, uh, Dave is in Chichester. Dave, question or answer?
7: It's an answer, James. Good morning. No, good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon to you, sir.
3: <laughs> what have we got? Um, it's about the it's about the chalkboard.
0: Fingernails on, on the chalkboard, on the blackboard. Why does, it, why does it get under our skin so profoundly?
7: Because it's not the same sound, but it's at exactly the same pitch as a human scream of pain. No. So, yeah. Do really? Know, do you want to ask, ask my qualifications? Yeah, give
0: me a chance, mate. You know, don't spoil the surprise.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: qualifications, Dave? i got it off Mystery Hour a few months ago. Oh, no, how embarrassing. Short-term memory <laughs> shot to pieces. It's all that neat vodka I drink. Give Dave a round of applause. It is, isn't it? It is the same pitch as a human scream. It's a sort of evolutionary response, the same way that a baby scream goes through you like a like a dose of salt. Dave, well played. Cheeky beggar. It's coming up to half past twelve if you're listening to James O'Brien on LBC. More Mystery Hour on the way. Need some answers, but we're picking them off with some effect this week. Simon Conway's here next with your headlines.
3: Nicola Sturgeon has confirmed
0: a consultation... Brian on LBC you are indeed listening to mystery our questions still in need of answers include the actually we've done pretty much everything drunkenness decimal points kind of hunky dory origin of the phrase hunky dory remember you're not allowed to look stuff up which means we've got room for more questions as well andrew's in reigate andrew question or answer
7: uh, a, a correct answer
0: oh steward's inquiry oh yes go on then
7: the uh, lawyer's wigs yes it's not a, a disguise. You'd wear a balaclava if you wanted to disguise yourself.
0: Well, not in court, you wouldn't. You'd look silly. It's,
7: uh, <laughs> it's pure fashion. Came from um, the restoration with uh, Charles II. He brought the wigs over. Lawyers started to wear them after the rest of the population.
0: And they never stopped?
7: And they never stopped. After the French Revolution, because of the powder tax, people stopped wearing their powdered wigs. Law- uh, barristers and judges continued.
0: That's this it. this is quite... You put me in quite a tricky position on this. <laughs> Not only because I think you're probably right, but Dave in Chichester got his answer from this programme, so it's uh, you, sort of doubly embarrassing.
7: Well, I, I wasn't listening the first time around, I guess. <sighs> I, I,
0: what are your qualifications?
7: Uh, barrister and a part-time judge.
0: Yeah, all right, I'm going to cover up my embarrassment by doing another <laughs> Ray Liotta moment.
2: I'm Ray Liotta, and you're listening to James O'Brien on LBC. I'm not going to argue this. If you build
0: it, they will come.
2: (laughs) Well done, Your Honor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Round of of applause for, for my learned friend. (laughs) <laughs> we better change the archive as well. Dave, you can keep your round of applause. You just got done by a lawyer. Not for the first time. Adam's in Southgate. Adam, question or... Actually, I've got some phone lines. Three, we need more questions. 0345 6060973 is the number that you need, OK? So get, get your question on the board as soon as possible. Um, where are we going next? Adam is in Southgate. Adam, question or answer?
7: Question, James. Go on then. So, I, w- I was listening to the um, Mystery Hour podcast actually last night, this special one from, I think, last Friday. Oh, with Jones the yeah.
0: Engineer in the chair. It was
7: great. Wasn't was that fantastic?
0: Ah, uh, Well, no, hang on oh, a minute. So it's not that. I thought it was good because it only happened once. I mean, it wouldn't be funny if we no, did it, it was reg. A no. Occasion, of course. It's his last day tomorrow. Uh,
7: anyway, I, w- I was looking at my phone and actually I thought for a second, why is always the play button on a phone at a triangle, the stop button a square, and the pause button two vertical lines? Yes. And I was just thinking, like, you, you look at those symbols and it instantly mean play, stop and pause, but where do they come from or what was the first instance of that being used? That's for? So
0: it'll it. come from really, really old tape machines. The, the, I mean, the arrow for play is the triangle. That, that's just the direction, isn't it, that the tape will be moving in?
7: I guess, but the square is for stop. Uh, and, the, and
0: the little sort of things for pause. Crikey, that's quite an esoteric question. What are the origins of the symbols on recording devices to denote each function?
7: basically i like it hopefully
0: there's an answer somewhere well there has to be an answer somewhere and it's relatively modern technology so it won't be lost yeah. in the mists of time I, I like that i like that a lot well played thank you it's, it's jones's last day tomorrow i mentioned it and you didn't care but could you pretend that you do very briefly
7: Ah, uh, it's gonna be very sour when you go jones and you yeah. know have a good time after lbc
0: yeah well done You could have been a little more sincere but hey it's the thought that counts so is in dubai so how are you
7: hello
1: james how are you
0: mustn't grumble question or answer
1: uh, question. Carry on. Yeah. Why do we only feel tick? well, generally only feel ticklish in certain parts of our body, like our neck and under the arms?
0: It's nerve endings, isn't it? It's where your nerve endings are. You haven't got nerve endings everywhere. Is that right? Yeah, of course.
1: Oh, OK. Well, I'm- I was going to weigh in on the judges' wig thing as well.
0: No, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, not. forgot oh, for, yeah. right, two <laughs> things, pal. Come, oh, wait, come here a minute. Number one, I just gave you a definitive answer and you sounded actually ungrateful. Sorry, James. Yeah. Very so, great. Let's do it again. It's nerve endings, mate. It's all about the nerve endings.
1: It's, well, yeah, but what about them? I mean, I get it. You've just said nerve endings.
0: Yeah. Nerve endings. So Niblets. It, Niblets. Explain? What?
1: How does that explain why I feel ticklish on my neck, but not on,
0: you know? You've got more nerve now, endings. The more the more nerve endings you've got on a part of your body, the more ticklish you'll be.
1: So I've got more ner- nerve endings in my neck, then? Is that basically
0: it? Yeah. Well, think about it, you know. There's a lot going on in your neck. A lot more than there is in your pff, knee. No, don't please, James. Knee. Please. Also, also, I think the, the the bones... Bones. Bones play a part. Bones. Bones and nerve oh, endings. Right. Bones and nerve endings, mate. It's all about bones and no- nerve endings.
2: Okay. Right. that's
0: your mate ringing to tell you that i'm right
2: it is. Not to
0: <laughs> i'm not gonna get a round of applause oh no i can't i don't even i haven't got the front to take a round of applause for this one why, why yeah so what what explains ticklishness various parts of your body the origins of those symbols on recording devices for play stop and pause kind of gone it on the wigs haven't we that was a bit awkward uh and i, I still think there's more on the decimal point um Question, but I've already given out a round of applause. You can pile in on that one if you want. Otherwise, have you got another question? 03456060973 from Dubai to Skipton. That's where Mohammed is. Mohammed, question or answer? I have an answer. Carry on, Mo. For the uh, drinking question. I, well, we've kind of done that already.
4: Did you? I, I must have been like on the line.
0: That's all right. I, I mean, let me well, hear you. I have to warn you that the fellow who provided the answer had a diploma in booze. <laughs>
4: Uh, not 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 quite. But um, right. Well, yeah. It, it doesn't have any effect. It's, it, it doesn't make a difference. The um, it doesn't make you any more drunk. But the reason why, perhaps, well, this is why we postulated that the reason why is because you miss time drinks drink. So no, we right. it's all about it
0: congeners, Mo.
4: Congeners. Yeah,
0: it's all about congeners.
4: Right. Well, we we looked. I might not be able to argue with this guy, but we looked it up three months, uh, three years ago when we were drinking. You know. A good British drink, Frosty Jacks, which has cider and vodka in it. I'll
0: have to take your word for that, young man. I, 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 my, my, my palate's far too rarefied for such such poisons.
4: <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, when we looked it up, it said that uh, mixing alcohol doesn't actually make any difference. It just might upset your stomach a little bit and that could be the only reason why you might feel a
0: little bit more ill. Maybe, but I'm going with the congenus. Um, So what you've got in drinks, you've got congenus. So, look, for a fact, a matter of fact, historical record, if I drink X amount of whiskey and X amount of vodka separately, I I respond very differently. I'm a much, much, much more belligerent drunk on whiskey than I am on vodka. So there must be something going on, and the answer is congenus. Think of it like uh, you're a physicist, aren't you, not a biologist?
4: Are we doing this? I told you I got a D in physics last time, after, after my last question. Yeah, but, on but still,
0: that's not bad. You know, it's better than better than a C. It's much better than a D. So, think of a congena like a sort of form of catalyst, and they have different levels of catalysm. Is that a word? It is now. A catalysis. <laughs> different levels of catalysis, right? Leading to paralysis. Yeah. Different levels of catalysis. So that... You drink it, and the way that the body absorbs the alcohol is affected by the congeners. So, ultimately, there might not be that much difference, but during the period of intoxication, you'll feel quite a lot of difference according to what you've drunk, whether you've mixed it, and how many congeners it's got in it.
4: congenous, congenous. Cong-
0: right. okay. I, I, I feel, I feel congeniously educated. <laughs> well played, mate. Phil's in sale. Phil, question or answer?
2: Hi, James. It's a question, please. Carry on, Phil. Well... When we watch the Olympics or the World Championships, somebody always seems to break a record for running. And I wondered whether, as people get faster over time, do animals such as greyhounds and horses <laughs> get faster? Oh,
0: round of applause for Phil. That's such a good question. <laughs> horses, I guess, I, I would be the easiest to check. And I suspect that might actually be the answer there. The answer might be only if... Someone's trying to make them go faster, if you see what I mean. Only because you, you...
2: Wouldn't you try and make them go faster anyway? <laughs> They're racehorses.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. So you'd, so you'd breed from a successful racehorse, wouldn't you, and hope that, that, that it would sire something even faster? Yeah. But that's yeah. not going to happen in, in, in the wild because there's not going to be any. Well, there's natural selection, I suppose. The faster you are, the more likely you are to procreate if you're. Why am I even talking? I haven't got a clue, <laughs> Phil. It's a brilliant question. <laughs> It's an absolutely brilliant question. Do animals get faster over time like humans do?
3: Yeah, that's is, about it. Is
0: there a Usain Bolt of the animal world? We'll find out. Well played, Phil. Sam is in Twickenham. Sam, question or answer? A question, please, James. Carry on.
7: I was wondering yeah. what did rex
1: used its arms for.
0: Tyrannosaurus Rex used its arms for.
1: Best guess, obviously, but I mean... Um, think about it Come Yeah, on. they're, they're so small it. and useless they're
0: not useless, they're like cutlery <laughs> cutlery? yeah, think about it if you're, if well, you're a T-Rex and you've just killed a Diplodocus <laughs> hocus pocus, I'm a Diplodocus you've just killed a Diplodocus how are you going to tear out his entrails? with you know, big
3: grippy claws not I'm standing
0: up, little... they're my feet I'm not going to lie down I've got a diplodocus. I need to tear out its liver. I'm going in with my little, funny little hands. My Tyrannosaurus Rex hands. Oh, that would be helpful. Of course it would be helpful. What, I mean... No, they're tiny. Yes, but they're better than nothing.
3: Well, why does he have big arms? He might as well have nothing. He doesn't need them.
0: Doesn't need them. Evolution has delivered him tiny little arms because they do everything he needs. doesn't need big arms. He's like Donald Trump with his tiny little hands.
3: I actually, I have very big arms, very big hands. No, I'm not
0: going <laughs> to do that. That's awful. <laughs> you can't make jokes about Donald Trump's hands anymore. Now you know what he does with them. We, uh, uh, yeah,
3: exactly.
0: I'm going to give myself a round of applause for that because I, I like the what? question. Well, no, obviously they are useful for like cutlery. Or, I mean, you try, what, what would you rather have? <laughs> tiny do. arms or no
3: arms? But I'd rather have big arms. Yeah, but you don't. Open. That's not the choice. Tiny arms or no arms. So why did they evolve small ones? They like, so don't need big they ones. More? They don't need big
0: ones. It was, it was, it was, an, it was an ultimate predator. Tyrannosaur- nothing came after Tyrannosaurus Rex, so everything is about pursuing and consuming prey. That's everything. They're like a lean, mean killing machine, and they don't need big arms. <laughs> the George Foreman of predators. They are the George Foreman of, 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 of prehistoric predators. Wow. That's yeah, true. Well, yeah, round of applause. Yeah. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> Thanks. Mind there you go. There may be room for uh, expansion on that answer. I, I doubt it, but, hey, you never know. Simon's in Horsham. Simon, question or answer? Uh, question, James. Carry on, Simon.
3: I want to know, when you open the door or window, does the heat escape or does the cold come in?
0: Oh, man. That's like a riddle.
3: I'll stop, James. I've called you for... Won't it be both?
0: Won't it be both? Why does it have to be one or the other?
3: Well, it could... I don't know. You
0: have to tell me. Then does the heat escape or does the cold get? It's convection, isn't it? Is it? Is it convection? I don't even know what that means. I just got a word. I plucked it from a GCSE. That's that's sort of nearly 30 years ago. Yeah, all right. When you open a window, does the heat escape or does the cold come in? It's both. But I don't... I'm just burbling now. I'll tell you what, you drive carefully. I'll get you an answer before one o'clock, Simon.
3: Thank
0: you very much. No, thank you. 12.45. This is LBC. Here is Tom Watts with your travel news.
2: LBC. LBC
0: it's 12 49 how are we doing what do we need answers to the <coughs> symbols on recording devices for play stop and pause where do they actually come from why are some parts of our body more ticklish than others do animals get faster over time like humans have and the t-rex why does he have such little arms but well, i think i've dealt with that daryl's in chelmsford daryl question or answer it's an answer
7: well it's a, a sort of continuation of your answer, James, about the dinosaurs?
0: Yeah, uh, I thought I'd pretty much covered that, mate, to be honest with you, with I, the tiny little arms.
7: I think you did, yeah. Oh. I just going to elaborate. It's the same sort of reason um, scorpions have very small claws when they're really poisonous because they no longer need the big claws to be very, very dangerous or to capture or kill their prey, so they develop smaller ones over time. So it's the same reason the T-Rex developed a, a very large head and a very small arms. So it no, no longer used them as a weapon, so it developed a very powerful bite because that was its primary means of, of uh, of catching prey therefore that one was more likely to evolve or, or breed and carry on that sort of that's that line that lineage beautifully
0: beautifully done what um what are your qualifications
7: uh, i have two sons who both very very much like dinosaurs
0: round of applause for them actually did you, you pass that on to them all right
7: oh they they, they told me
0: <laughs> fantastic no i mean the round of applause i don't want you keeping it you pass oh. it on to your boys all right
7: Oh, well, okay, fair enough. Fair
0: enough. <laughs> Thank you very much. I love the regret in his voice. Charles is in Lewisham. Charles, question or answer? Hello, mate. Hello, mate.
3: Uh, oh, mate, it's the steward's inquiry. You can't have the answer to everything being nerve endings. This... Mouth ulcer's wrong. What? Your mouth's got a lot of bacteria. What? Yeah. It's um, bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> bacteria. What? Bacteria in the mouth. It gets ulcer, You bite it, it's infected. I mean, it's like corrosive, isn't it? The bacteria—it's like it's dying. That sort of thing around the ulcer gives you a lot of pain.
0: So, so all ulcers—all ulcers will begin with a sort of lesion, which then gets slightly infected.
3: Yeah, or some, yeah, something like that. Yeah, but cool. your body's your body's crying out in the pain. There, how dangerous that is, because there's a lot of bacteria in your mouth. Human bite's lethal, you know.
0: What are your qualifications?
3: Oh, uh, you know the Bongello advert? Yeah. You know the thing covering up the, the little ulcer? Yeah. That's how it gives the, gives the body a chance to heal. So i could say I've taken notice of the Bongello advert. Well, there you go. And other oral preparations are good as well,
0: you know. <laughs> 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 round of applause. Well <laughs> right, no, they're not right here. Name another one, then. Uh, name, name another fine. oral preparation. Steady on. This is a family no, programme. I'm right. talking about ulcer treatments. Um, of Germany. <laughs> oh, he's going... Can you put Germany in your mouth? We're getting into trouble now. Stop it. Scratch it. Forget it. Forget it. Charles, got, you got his round of applause. Move along, please. Nothing to see here. Faye's in Uckfield. Faye, question or answer?
6: It's an answer, please, James. C- carry on. Well, you were right with an answer about a year ago to the hunky-dory yeah,
0: thing. I've been right since as well. You make it sound as if I've been right once in a year, Faye.
6: <laughs> <laughs> no, we obviously hadn't remembered that uh, you'd got this question right, but didn't take the round of applause. God. When... The hunky from the hunky-dory refers to home, a Dutch word. Oh. And um, it um, was used in about 19th century America for meaning, you know, everything's all right, hunker down, you know, be home and everything's fine.
0: I like that. And and you just remember this from Mystery Out, do you?
6: No, because I'd looked up hunky-dory years before... Good. ...for my own benefit...
0: To find out what it means. And it comes from the Dutch, which fits with America, because, of course, they colonised it in many ways before we did.
6: Yeah, like hunker down, and I think it was used in baseball terminology.
0: Hunker down becomes hunky-dory, so you hunker, hunky-dory, Everything. everything's great, yeah. hunky-dory.
6: Because I looked it up in, in connection with tickety-boo.
0: Well, yeah, what's... Hunky-dory
6: tick- and tickety-boo. What's tickety-boo, I wanted then? I to find those, those two meanings.
0: Where does tickety-boo come from while you're here?
6: I think it's Hindi, again, meaning, you know, satisfactory... Everything's
0: tickety-boo. boo Hunky-dory, hunky-dory. I'm trying to say it in a Dutch accent. Just let me channel my inner Steve McLaren. Hunky-dory, hunky-dory. Round, yes, I think you're right. And I, I, yeah, you must be. Round of applause for Faye.
6: Well, I don't think they knew where the dory bit
0: came from. Oh, hang on. You, but, sh- you should have but, waited until you got your round of applause. I like what you did there, Faye
3: yeah just half. Well, yeah,
0: day. you just took the full round of applause and then halfway through it you said i've only provided half an answer so hunk- hunky dory hunker down hunky dory dory gold gold uh, all right you've had your applause if anyone can add to it they've got six minutes to do so mind how you go faye thank hey, you Bye. no thank you hazel is in bracknell hazel question or answer no question carry on do chickens have taste buds what makes you think they might not
6: well, because I've had three batches of chickens over the last five years. Oh,
0: we've the spoken before, one, haven't we, about chickens?
6: I, I don't know. I've been waiting for ages to ask this question. And never get on.
0: No, I mean, have we not spoken? To, did I not speak to you when I was a chicken fancier? I had chickens. No. Someone in Bracknell gave me chicken advice. Was it not you? No. Big and big lot of chickens in Bracknell. Clearly, <laughs> it's a case of mistaken identity. Go on. You had three batches of chickens.
6: Yeah, my first lot used to love mixed corn. Mm. second Lot didn't. This lot that I've got now don't, but they like cornflakes and Rice Krispies. Uh, this lot will eat any peelings that you give them, but my other two lots didn't. So I'm just wondering, is it a colour thing, or I don't know, Yeah. or do they just have taste buds and some like it and some don't?
0: You're on. Do chickens have taste buds? You would think so if they, if you've got uh, chickens that demonstrate different preferences, but we we need a well, a chicken expert to ring in and tell us. Hazel, thank you. Phil's in Ashford. Phil, question or answer?
7: Answer, James.
0: Carry on, Phil. Uh,
7: with the uh, heat going out of the window, or does the cold come in? Yes. Um... Temperature and pressure are related, so obviously, with the hotter air is at higher pressure. So, when the window is open, the heat transfers over to the uh, outside where it's colder because it's less pressure and it can m- make its way forward.
0: And cold is just an absence of heat, really, rather than something in and of itself.
7: Yes, yeah, that's it. It's, um, so, that's what kind of gets like,
0: left behind, as it
7: were. It's basically basic thermodynamics.
0: I'll say um, that again, cold, say cold, that again, cold. Say that. say that again
7: basic
0: thermodynamics get in with your basic thermodynamics qualifications you phil know it.
7: i'm a refrigeration engineer boom <laughs> life goal complete
0: life-, <laughs> life goal complete bucket list one shorter i love it love it love it love it basic thermodynamics neville's in wimbledon hello neville hello question or answer
3: uh question please your name
0: yes
5: As a lousy golfer, I wonder why golf courses usually
3: have 18
6: holes
3: and not 20 or 15.
0: Just seems an odd number. It it probably just started with the first golf course, didn't it? And then everybody else copied it.
3: I don't know.
0: Where was the first golf course? In Scotland somewhere?
5: Probably, yeah.
0: Okay, why do golf courses have 18 holes? You're on. Okay, I like that a lot. Uh, Rob is in Manchester. Rob, question or answer?
3: Hi, James. Question.
0: Uh, really? You're pushing your luck at this time of night?
3: Go uh, on. I know. I uh, know, but somebody doesn't know this one. Yes. What it is, is when you look at the buttons on the calculator, the number one's at the bottom left, yeah. and then you count up to the nine at the top right. Now, yeah. look at your telephone. It's the other way around. Why is that? Uh,
0: why wouldn't it be?
3: Well, presumably it sells twice as many keypads, but I can't think of a...
0: Yeah, but you, the, the, you the pad for your telephone is, is has evolved from when the dial was round and one was the first number. Ah. Hasn't it? So your one will be oh, top left on a keypad because your one was the first thing you dialed, or a zero was actually, wasn't it? Zero would take the longest to dial around. It'd be the first thing on the on the thing, the first thing on the thing. That's probably not the most it, it sophisticated,
3: did not it? You, you what? It used to be a series of clicks, didn't it? It'd be yeah. dial the nine, didn't yeah. make Nine, yeah, yeah. That's does, why I listen to you, mate. You've... Does that answer your
0: question? I'm not sure it does. <laughs> it she, did, sir. I thought it did, Thank you but very much. Sheila fogarty has got that sceptical <laughs> look on her face. <laughs>
7: I haven't got a clue. Well, I pick a fight with her, <laughs> It's
0: a sound advice. Wise man. Sage <laughs> advice. Thank you, Robert. Round of applause for me, please. <laughs> We've got anything left? How do I pronounce this? Anias is in walton on terms. Anias, question or answer? Answer, please. Carry on. Uh,
7: it's to do with the animals getting faster. Do they? Um, uh, well, it, it all depends on whether it will promote their survival. Um... Um, but what people forget is that um, there are consequences to that. So if with a cheetah, when it gets faster, it will also have weaker ankles. So when it gets faster, it could also uh, end up damaging itself. And So uh, if there's uh, an
0: evolutionary advantage in speed, it would be passed on and, and over generations that would be replicated and it would become faster. So, yeah. So actually, this, this isn't really an answer to the question, yeah. is it?
7: They're not just going to get faster forever, because, yeah, that, again, that comes as a consequence. If you start, if you were in the middle of the savannah with a meat truck for hundreds of years, then it will benefit the, the ones that get to the truck first, not necessarily the ones that are fastest. So, got
0: you. Yeah. I'm, going to, I'm going to give you a round of applause, because I want to squeeze it. Give, give, give a nice round of applause. I quite like that. I feel we could have taken it further, but we're short of time. I'm going to squeeze Alan in from Bond Street. Alan, question or answer?
7: I've got an answer for you, James.
0: Go on, mate.
2: It's the golf question.
0: Why do they have 18 holes?
2: In between the village and the ships or boats that used to go fishing, they only had enough room to build nine holes. They played nine on the way to work and nine on the way home after work. Hence, 18 holes. In Scotland? In Scotland.
0: I'm going to take that as well. That's a lovely answer. Even if it's not true, I'm going to carry on believing that for the rest of my life. Thank you, Alan. That's it from me for another day. We'll do it all again tomorrow morning from 10. The next voice you'll hear belongs to Sheila Fogarty.
6: Thank you, James. Uh, Now, the late French President François Mitterrand's love letters to the woman he called the chance of his life are beguiling France. And me too, if I'm honest. Have you sent or received a love letter? I want to know. I need to know from three. And you can tweet them to me immediately at Sheila Fogarty, if you don't mind. After two, is it time to offer more services to help people who are attracted to children before they offend. And after the news at one, the Care Quality Commission uh, is one of the few bodies that has a real, clear-sighted overview of the state of health and social care in this country. They are calling for